Good morning. It's February 7th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. And today's title is Tiny House. Two things I ask of you, Lord. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you, saying, Who is the Lord? Or I may have too little and steal, and so dishonor the name of my God. Proverbs 30, 7-9, NIV. We spent this day several years ago driving through the hill country near Fredericksburg, Texas. For those of you unfamiliar with Texas, who picture huge flat expanses of near desert, bathed in oppressive heat, and devoid of recognizable life, you either need to actually visit our great state, or at least read a book. South-central Texas has rolling hills, deciduous forests, mixed in with towering cliffs which overlook mesquite, rock, and cactus-strewn valleys, intertwined with hundreds of wineries and thousands of acres of farmland, crisscrossed by creeks and rivers and dotted with lakes. It's actually hard to even imagine until you've seen it. A well-known highlight of the area is the awe-inspiring Museum of World War II in the Pacific, dedicated to local boy-made good, Admiral Chester W. Nimitz. But we also enjoyed a tour of a nearby collection of tiny houses, made famous by HGTV Exposure. The tiny house movement found its origins with Lester Walker's book, Tiny Houses, 1987, and then really took off with the Sarah Susanka's tome, The Not-So-Big House, 1997. Jay Schaefer popularized putting the tiny houses on wheels and has founded several companies, the most recent of which is Four Lights Tiny House Company, Incorporated. All three credit inspiration from Henry David Thoreau's classic work on Walden Pond, 1854. Tiny houses originated in Fredericksburg as weekend lodgings, called Sunday houses, for farmers who would travel many miles to town to shop, visit, and attend church, and then would return to their farms Sunday evenings. Tiny houses are usually defined as less than 400 square feet, while the small house is 400 to 1,000 square feet. Costs range from $20,000 to $55,000 in general, with homes constructed of standard building materials intended to last, unlike mobile homes. The average American home has mushroomed from 1,700 square feet in 1978 to 2,700 in 2014. With the economic downturn of 2008 combined with the rapid expansion of a sustainable, reusable public mindset, living with less stuff in much smaller spaces has increasing attraction. The tiny house movement dovetails with those who advocate the health-saving advantages of minimalism in general. My wife and I have long been attracted to this scaled-down idea of living, although admittedly as a concept for a second home, on a lake or in the mountains somewhere, i.e. the bourgeois version. But we are attracted and intrigued nevertheless. I joke about where my grandmother's grand piano will go, but other than that, I'm all in. Joking aside, we are trying, at least now that our kids are grown, to divest ourselves of so much of our, well, junk. We really do believe what Christ tells us in Luke twelve fifteen: Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. We admired the compact genius of one tiny house, noting the central AC, climbing the ladder stairs to a bedroom aloft with a three-foot ceiling, inspecting a fully functioning kitchen that takes no more space than a front hall closet, marveling at the living room kitchenette of no more than 50 square feet 
finding a, a study by the bathroom utility room of about 35 square feet and admiring the attached covered front porch. We agreed that we could absolutely live here, with a big part of it, however, being the view from that little front porch. After two minutes in the car, our minds went to the same place, and at the same instant we both said, Remember Mumbai? Our 2013 trip through the slums in India showed us loving, truly happy families living in aluminum huts, often with no electricity, all with no running water or plumbing, crowded together along filthy, muddy alleys. These people would view a tiny house as a veritable palace, but they lived abundantly with almost nothing. Who knew? It's not their stuff that made them happy. Christ was right again. Dear Lord, focus us outward. Make us aware daily that living abundantly has nothing to do with owning an abundance of stuff. Remind us that our identity is in you, not in things. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.